1: Uh, we're looking at a, a girl witnessing a neighbor.
2: Oh yeah, a neighbor who went missing uh, right there.
1: Do you know Susan and Elaine from Dustin Park?
2: Oh, yeah, I haven't heard anything. She just got um, back um, today Or yeah. this,
1: this happened, they found her missing, her car abandoned in Malibu on February 2nd. I don't
2: I even remember seeing that on on the news. I never related that to a girl across the street.
1: Yeah we'd given our word to Elaine's mom that we'd help find her daughter. But once again, at a dead end with no solid leads, we decided to hit the streets. Where are we going next? Um, My wife Ingrid and I drove to Elaine's neighborhood in Glendale and handed out flyers.
0: But if you could think of anything that you could do, you could just give
1: us a call. And I'll check in tomorrow in two days after you talk with her. Hoping that maybe a neighbor had seen or heard something from Elaine before she disappeared. I was investigating a a, a neighbor who went missing. Mm -hmm. Sure, let me step outside. Okay, great. Yeah, thank you. I I don't know if
3: anyone else on the street knows.
1: Only one neighbor we spoke to even knew about Elaine's disappearance. And he also mentioned this.
3: Her and her and her mom had some fairly loud fights over the years. Just noticeable as well.
1: Be loud enough to hear hear
3: hear. It would be loud enough if I was working in the backyard. And yeah, there, there's something mm-hmm. yelling going on. There's some cursing going on. Right. And I think we could all gather. Her daughter, but wasn't a happy person necessarily. Yeah. So there could have been something going on.
1: Episode 5, Chapter 9, You Make Me Sick. Uh, hi. When we finished speaking to the neighbors, we called Susan to stop by and asked her if there was anywhere Elena frequented where we could also fly her. So you were going to no, in no, your no. neighborhood? No, oh, no, no, your neighborhood. But you never fly her the neighborhood? No.
4: I'm embarrassed because uh, they've been yelling and screaming a lot of times, uh, and I'm just embarrassed. Honestly, my thoughts, honestly, is because she disappeared in Malibu, Calabasas, so I feel like we need to focus and concentrate in that area, so it didn't
5: dawn me to spread words around here.
1: We told Susan that one of her neighbors claimed to have heard loud fights between her and Elaine,
2: I didn't know how to handle
5: her. Honestly, I didn't. At one time, a long time ago, she was almost like threatening me. Sort of situation yeah. where screaming
4: and yelling, and I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I didn't. I can't hit her, so I didn't know what to do. She was like on my face, like I was in the corner. I didn't want to call the cops. Um, I, I've been through abuse yeah. with her. I mean, I felt like bullied by a teenager.
1: Yeah. What was what was she so upset about?
4: Just she, she just gets upset. She gets. She has this anger management yeah. problem. I do too.
1: And I left Susan's confused about her reaction to us handing out flyers in her neighborhood and with many questions about Elaine's home life. The answers we were looking for came a few days later when Jaden called with updates on Elaine's data from her phone and laptop.
6: Once I unlocked a keychain on her computer, We created an image of that drive. When we re-imaged the computer, the MacBook that you guys gave to me, it was a larger drive. And so it allowed more information to flow back to it from the cloud. The text messages just started to populate within the iMessage app. It just started bringing back more stuff.
1: We now have all of Elaine's messages dating back for years. Except, that is, for the messages from the last day before she went missing.
6: It wasn't from those last kind of crucial days. Uh, Unfortunately, Susan, her mom, typed in too many passcode attempts, and so it's been permanently locked out.
1: Her phone hadn't backed up during that period, but nonetheless, we had an avalanche of new information. Ingrid and Anne-Marie went to pick up the data from Jaden.
0: Anne-Marie has the text messages, the the cell phone. I have the laptop, so we're both like digging all this stuff.
1: Around 9 p.m. that night, while I was home and Mike was playing an Incubus concert, they called and told me I needed to come over to Mike and Anne-Marie's house immediately. They'd found something. I rushed over to find Ingrid and Anne Marie sitting in the living room, surrounded by computer printouts.
0: Oh man, you should see these text messages. It's so crazy.
1: They were on the phone with Mike, who'd just gotten off stage. Hey man. Hey. How, how was the show? Um, it, it was good, and then I, and then I walked on stage and read the
6: text messages and almost threw up.
1: They handed me a printout of a disturbing text exchange.
6: You
1: know, this is fucking crazy, dude. Sending 10 texts like that, man, that, I mean, that's crazy. Saying, die, 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 you fucking bitch, die, die, die. Like, like, I, I don't, I, I mean, I just can't, I, I, it's hard for me to comprehend that. The person who texted those messages to Elaine was not the ex she was last seen with, divine comparer. Nor was it the previous ex-boyfriend with the upcoming court date, Lolo. They were from her mother, Susan. And while it's true that mothers and daughters get into arguments, I'd never seen a text fight quite like this.
6: The crazy thing is, is that the way that she's
5: handled everything, the way she's been acting, I don't feel like we should be questioning
6: the mom.
1: Here are the texts that Mike is referring to, read by an actor. These are all Susan's texts, sent one after another to her daughter, several months before her disappearance.
2: Fuck you. Manipulate the situation and not go to Cairo after you get what you want, fucking shithead. You make me sick with my high blood pressure. You make me sick. Die. Die. Die.
1: Each instance of the word die was sent as a separate individual text to Elaine. The word die in capital letters followed by 13 exclamation points.
2: Die. 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 I fucking hate the bullying ass of yours and you make me sick. Leave me alone. Die. You think there's no reason, but I have thoughts and plans behind it all and you keep messing up. You will not be able to say you are sorry after you kill me.
1: This is just the first set of texts between Susan and Elaine that Anne-Marie and Ingrid have shown me, but they've been going through Elaine's phone and computer all day and have a lot more information. Quick word from our sponsor, Simply Safe. As a listener of the show, you obviously know the world can be dangerous and unpredictable at times. And for me personally, when I'm involved in things like this, even before I was, safety, vigilance, and preparation were always important. And that's why I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. I actually use Simply Safe for my personal protection. And as you know with the things I do, whether it's trying to find criminals and murderers who are still out there with To Live and Die in LA and get justice for the victims, or with To Die For, talking to former Russian spies who are spilling state secrets, I'm taking a risk and I feel safer knowing that I do have home security. And yes, this is a sponsorship, but also I really truly do believe that having home security will at the very, very least give you peace of mind. And free you from worry. For me personally, I feel safe knowing it's house noises versus an intruder. So whatever you do for your home security, I recommend Simply Safe. It was named Best Home Security Systems of 2024 by the U.S. News and World Report. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I'd like you to have it too. You can get 20 percent off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/livela. That's S-I-M-P-L-I s-a-f-e dot com slash live LA. there's no safe like simply safe
3: do you ever wish you could become a detective and help find the clues to the case how about all of that in a mobile game that you can take anywhere in june's journey each scene leads to a new thrilling storyline uncover the mystery of june's sister's murder and find out about scandalous family secrets Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. I suggest calling Jaden, even though it's
1: late, to share this information with him and see if he knows about any of this.
2: We found information in, in the phone and in the computer that were really disturbing. And I think we sent you a picture of the screenshot where Susan literally is telling Elaine to die multiple times. And as we were, were looking through, we found some other things that we thought were very strange. I screenshotted a few messages that basically have Elaine saying that, like, after I pay you money, I'll have no emotional connection to you. You know, I, I really dislike you, Mom. So
6: those text messages, like with the die, 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 those were not there. I mean, I, uh, you know, yeah. I have gone through these text messages. Those messages were definitely not there.
0: I was looking at the Sadie text messages and Sadie and her got into a car accident. They didn't get injured. So what happened is Elaine texted Sadie and asked, hey, I have an insurance company harassing me. Uh, and they want to know your insurance information. And then uh, Sadie didn't reply. And then Elaine was like, don't worry. They told me that it's not going to damage your insurance or your premium is not going to go up. I just need to file a pain and suffering policy.
2: There's definitely a weird obsession that the mom has with Elaine getting a settlement from the auto insurance. There's one screen grab that I have where the mom in all capital letters says, the more you wait, the more you are not getting your settlement check. It is effing your auto case and you asked for $15 last night. You are not following my directions. I told you to go to the chiropractor first, then eat. I knew you would effing change the plan and manipulate the situation and not go to the chiropractor after you got what you want. You effing S-H-I-T head. You make me sick with my high blood pressure, you make me sick. And Elaine's reaction is like, what the F? Like, why are you starting a fight for no effing reason?
6: They're, they're using the full word, correct?
2: They're using the full word. Not... I'm censoring, okay. sorry.
6: No, I get it, I get it. No, 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 that's fine.
2: They have another fight on another day about um, the ch- going to the chiropractor, and Basically, this is when we get that crazy message of, die and leave me alone. I effing hate the bullying ASS of yours and you make me sick. And then die, 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 die. That many times. I found other evidence, which I took later, snaps, um, where it shows that Elaine feels like she's committing insurance fraud. And other snaps where she says like, she doesn't want to go to the chiropractor, which is part of, um, I guess, the settlement requirement to show that you have pain and suffering. I took a screen grab of a, of a conversation where she's confronting her mom about leaving Sadie's and saying, why are you talking about insurance fraud right in front of Sadie, who's the only other person involved. Don't talk to me until we leave. So here it is, Elaine literally putting the word fraud on what they're doing. Um, and the and she's like, I don't like doing this. It's fraudulent because um, Susan is making her go to these chiropractic appointments, and Elaine is obviously not like seriously messed up or hurt. She's going to like concerts every night. She never, in her messages to her friends, talks about how how hurt she is or how she got messed up in the crash or she never complains once about any real injury.
6: So right, she's just trying to get the settlement.
0: Exactly do you know what the settlement amount is for that
6: i don't i can find out we'll figure out how much the settlement was for i mean the one takeaway i had from those messages is it seemed like elaine was the cooler head just in just in reading a few as i'm reading along with you guys she seemed to be the one that was always Mm de-escalating the situation You know, offering the apology, offering the, you know, I didn't mean to, you know, upset you.
0: Yeah, Susan never, ever apologizes. The problem
6: is she's gonna gonna chalk that up to uh, just a tumultuous relationship between a mother and a daughter. So there's gotta be more to it, but that certainly, you know, focuses energy. Um, a couple of thoughts that I had, thinking back along the, this process, looking back at the messages that were sent to me the day that you guys arranged that meeting. Like, I didn't know who you guys were. You know, you're just some random people that want to meet at a house. I was highly skeptical of that. Understandably. So when I talked to Susan about it, I said, well, what are we going up there to do? And the conversation, was all about money. It was all about you guys were hopefully going to give more money or you were going to increase the reward money or something about money. That was the focus of getting me to understand your motivation. And so, thinking back on that, it was all about the money. See, All these new text messages are are not good.
1: Mike and Marie and Ingrid had visited Susan's house before I became more involved, and she had brought them into Elaine's room. In light of these texts, Mike had some memories of that experience that seemed a little odd or troubling.
5: It was the very first time we ever went to Elaine's house, and we felt like we were like, it was like, wow, we get to look inside and search for any clue. And so Susan says, yeah, all the things that were in the car are in this closet right here. You can look through them. And we're like looking at shirts and shoes and saying, was this in the car? Was this in the car? Was this in the car?
1: The reason Mike was asking Susan these questions is because when the police gave the items from Elaine's car to Susan, she washed them and put them away. So we have no idea what was actually in that car.
5: We're looking through like and there's this backpack sitting there hanging in the closet and right in the front pocket wasn't even like buried under anything or like it was just right in the front pocket I pull out this card and I'm like oh. like exotic dancing like if you want to be an exotic dancer call yeah. this number
2: or it was if you want to be like an erotic model.
5: erotic model and dancer like yeah. call this number looking for girls the second I pulled this out of the bag, I remember Susan, out of the corner of my eye, opened a drawer up and pulled this like dominatrix leather like. She
2: just pulled out like I a mean, sexy lingerie.
5: And she was like, Elaine had been wearing this a lot lately, and like she said that. And she pulled it up, and it was like the second I find the card, this this stuff comes out, and it was like maybe she's like got sex trafficked or something
6: yeah i mean that well that's suspicious too i mean i again people miss stuff and i miss things all the time but i went through those bags for one and two if those bags had been in the car they would have been gone through by the crime lab that would have been something that would have been noted
5: now that i'm like looking back on it it's just like it was so staged It was so fucking staged.
1: Chapter 10, The Scheme. Before bringing any of this information to Elaine's mom or to the police, we wanted to talk to Elaine's friend, Sadie, again and find out everything we could about this car crash and this possible insurance scheme. You guys got in a car accident, right? Uh-huh. What? When, when was that and what was that?
4: That was in May, I think, May or April, and that was in my car, mm-hmm. and we were driving home from Malibu. We were, like, going to the beach. Okay. We went to El Matador, and then we went and got food, and we were, like, eating solid, and then we drove home, and a car just, like, started flipping on the freeway and then hit me. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was, like, bad. But my car was fine. We weren't really hurt, but then there were, like, people trapped in the car, and Elaine, like grabbed the glass with her hands to try to tear it open to get them out.
5: She helped them? Yeah, Did she. she them
4: they were in there screaming and I'll show you their car. I have a picture. Yeah, she couldn't do it on her own, but she like grabbed the glass with her hand to try to get the That's people incredible. out. Yeah. yeah, with her bare hands. Her hands were like all bleeding and then other people came and helped a lot and they had to get it, like on top of the car, but. Wow. Yeah, let me find the picture of the car. It was wow! Like, <laughs> their car was like bad, and we saw gas like, like leaking a- out. So we were like scared, and they were screaming in there. And Elaine thought she heard one of them say like, Is "She dead" or something. So Elaine just like went for it and just grabbed it with her hands and started trying to get the glass. Yeah, that Sorry. happened. Her hands were like all bleeding, but like at the time, like we weren't physically like right. really hurt. So wow. you guys
5: weren't really hurt?
4: No, I mean her hands were like bleeding, right. and I guess she was more sore after, but. During it, We weren't hurt at all. But right. I think it was more of an insurance thing for Elaine and her mom.
1: Do you think this insurance claim was generated by her, her mom or by Elaine?
4: It was like both of them. Uh-huh. I know Elaine said her neck hurt, but I don't think it did that bad.
1: Right. Yeah. And I
4: know her mom was like, I get half of it. And she was like really excited.
1: Why do you think the mom felt entitled to half of it?
4: Elaine didn't really want to talk to me about it. I think because she knew I knew she was right. doing it for like, money reasons, and, like, I think that's not right, but, like, okay, I was like, you were hurt, but you weren't really hurt, right? And she was like, she was like, no, like, I was hurt, like, I had to go to the chiro... But I knew, I knew she wasn't.
1: Were you with her, I think she went to, like, this, like, kind of possibly semi-crooked chiropractor person?
4: I wasn't with her, but she told me about him, that her mom, like, knew a guy or
1: something. And so it wasn't something she talked about a lot?
4: No, because I, she knew I thought that was kind of wrong, I guess, and, like shady i guess i don't know yeah. i just didn't agree with it
1: was she worried about her mom taking her half two of the money
4: well i know she had like problems with her mom taking her money in the past like all her acting money oh yeah she, what, what's
1: that all
4: about i don't know she just had like money saved up from when she was like behind the scenes or whatever it's called uh i forgot what it's called. extra extra and i guess her mom spent it all and it was like elaine's money but she was yep. upset about it and then like called her mom out or I don't really remember what it was about but I just know she would say she spent all her money Do you know
1: how much money it was?
4: It was like 8000 or something like right. that I think she said They fought about money a lot too um, It was just like Mom, can I have some money? They'd She'd say no Elaine would be like Please, I really needed to get to school or I needed to get here and her mom would like scream about it and say no and then like they'd fight about that or if Elaine owed her money they'd fight about that and Elaine didn't pay her back and it was just like stuff like that. I think money was, like, tight for her, so I think that was the reason why.
1: And what do you know about what Susan did for work or anything?
4: Elaine didn't even really know what she did, but she thought she worked at a law office, but she didn't even know, she was like, my mom won't tell me where she works.
6: Listen to Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings, wherever you get your podcasts.
1: After going through Elaine's texts, Ingrid and Anne-Marie moved on to Elaine's emails. And they found several messages confirming and supporting what Sadie had just said. Perhaps even more extreme than what we'd heard so far. Here's an actress reading one of Elaine's emails to Susan.
4: I already know you want the checks for my routing info for the insurance check. Once it arrives, it better either be linked directly to my checking account or if it's a physical check, directly in my hands, the full amount. I'm going to call the office and make sure you're not pulling any snake shit either. 116570.
1: Yes. Shocked to discover that Susan and Elaine had been in a dispute over this insurance money immediately before her disappearance, Ingrid called the insurance company, trying to find out what ultimately happened with the claim. This is a reenactment of that call, with an actor playing the part of the insurance agent.
4: The date of the loss? The date of the accident? Oh, it's May 1st,
0: 2016.
4: I'm showing actually the adjuster, Chris, is now handling this claim. What were you looking, were you looking to get an update on the claim? Yeah. Okay, uh, he's currently at lunch right now, Vetta. I can give you his direct dial number, 925-331. Mm-hmm.
1: Ingrid spoke to the person handling the case and found out what had happened. And that was the moment when everything changed for us we immediately called jaden hey
5: mike okay right, jaden we found everything out we got all the information
0: we just called after i don't know how many tries maybe like 12 tries we actually got a hold of the insurance company that was it. issuing the claim for elaine's Could accident you you
5: have- the claim has been settled
1: turned out that the form had been signed with Elaine's name six weeks after she disappeared.
5: So the check is on her, its way to Susan, or, well, obviously Elaine, but Susan's going to collect it. Jaden, I, I mean, at least me personally, I was thinking that, that her disappearance could have coincided with the deliverance of this money.
1: This podcast is a documentary of our experiences and the information we discovered while investigating this case. It is an ongoing story and no one should be considered a suspect or as having been involved in any way with Elaine's disappearance. There's a lot of information still to come. The police have not named or identified anyone mentioned on this podcast, including Susan, as a person of interest. Many of these open questions will be asked to Susan, to Divine, and to others. So please make sure you don't miss a single episode. If you have any information regarding the disappearance of Elaine Park or any of the parties that have been mentioned here, please email us at livedieLA at tenderfoot.tv you can call us anonymously at 213-204-2073. Please also contact us if you have photographs or videos of the spot on the Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu where Lane Park's car was found between January 28, 2017 and February 2nd, 2, 2017. I've also posted several details about the case. You can find these on our social media accounts At Live Die LA Pod. To Live and Die in LA is a production of Tenderfoot TV and Neil Strauss in association with Cadence 13. Executive producers are Neil Strauss, Donald Albright, and Payne Lindsay. Produced and edited by Tristan Bankston. Consulting producer, Alex Vespasted. Mixed and mastered by Cooper Skinner and Devin Johnson. Original music and score by Makeup and Vanity Set, with additional musical services by Tristan Bankston. The theme song is Love and War by Flurry. Cover design by Trevor Eiler. Texts, emails, and the insurance call read by Nicole Winters, Abigail Bankston, and Tennille Gusick. And special thanks to Chris Corcoran and the team at Cadence 13, Oren Siegel, Oren Rosenbaum, and Grace Royer at UTA, The Nord Group, Station 16, and Beck Media and Marketing. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Our hope is to expose these stories so that we may learn from them and hold those responsible accountable for their actions. Thank you for your support.